You're listening to the Level Best Network. This is the Intercot Insider Live, episode 158. The Intercot Insider Live is brought to you by Magical Journeys, Intercot's official travel partner and the Disney experts. Please give Nancy and friends a call over at Magical Journeys to plan your next vacation, be it at Disney, Universal, Disneyland, you name it, cruise. Let's see. Where else? Where else do you guys want to go this year? You know, I mean, Adventures by Disney. Let's do that. True. But it doesn't. My point is, it doesn't even have to be just Disney. It can be anywhere you want to go. Magical Journeys can take you there. Of course, they specialize in Disney, but uh, Nancy and crew will take care of you. And tell them Intercut sent you. Hey, uh, with me tonight uh, from Sam's Disney Diary, we've got Sam. Hey, what's up, John? Thanks so much for having me. This is awesome. Can't wait to talk a little light cycle run. Yes, indeed. And also from Intercot, uh, longtime Intercot contributor and my right-hand dude, uh, Ian Mitchell. Hey, Ian. How are you tonight, John? Good. He's the Stadler to my Waldorf, or the Waldorf to my Stadler. To my Stadler. Yeah, I can never figure <laughs> out which one. We yeah, we, we're never really sure who's who. Sometimes we change roles, you know. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but uh, we can't, you old fool. We're bolted to the seats. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Uh, you, y'all will have to forgive me right off the bat. My voice is a little bit shot tonight. So, a little, uh, little, what do they call that? What, what is that when vocal fry got a little vocal fry going on? That's right. Vocal fry? Or was it a little, uh, um, screaming and Perhaps shouting when you saw Tron himself and just went out of your mind. Shouting at Bruce Boxleitner. Exactly. Yeah. So um, in case you were curious, we are going to be going over uh, Tron uh, Light Cycle Run, uh, the grand opening for media at least, uh, only a few days ago, literally uh, Tuesday. Just a few days ago. Well, I don't know if you saw the, the update, but the opening opening is tomorrow now no 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 soft well might be tomorrow to april 3rd (laughs) put it in quotes because don't count on it right you get there you're lucky that's awesome but i would not go if you think you're going for that reason until you got to get the virtual queue so if the virtual not for soft opening there's no virtual queue uh, it's just show up and hope things happen. If that, if I'm wrong, I'd love to know differently. Well, I noticed that they had added Check the uh, virtual queue to the my Disney. That's been there a little while, yes. But uh, so, and you know, I don't know. I, I I'm not sure how that exactly works with it. But no, uh, me but anyway, I can I tell you though, uh, it is going to be in soft openings, uh, which is good for those who um, are showing up a little bit early, a little bit before the official. Uh, opening yeah, game. It's good, John, because it tells me that things are going well from a yes. system point of view, right? Yes. They build the extra time in just in case they need to tweak something, but maybe they don't. That's awesome. Love it. Well, I mean, as we were at the media event uh, over, you know, a, a course of a few days and, and got to ride it, I can tell you, I didn't notice any hiccups, really. No, nope. It didn't go down, as far as I know. I mean, it seemed nope. to run the Not entire day and you know, I saw. I never saw any downtime, or even even really like, you know, when we were on it, 
you know, sometimes you get that like unexpected stop where you just kind of sit there for a while. Even that didn't really happen. You know, yeah. you run yeah, it very, very smoothly. So yeah, I, that was the, the one thing that we did note that uh, it was operating like an attraction that's been around for what, about a decade or whatever? Yeah. Well, how long, again, is, how long has it been in Shanghai? Yeah, that's uh, what I was uh, wondering. Uh, how long uh, has uh, it been uh, around now? So a little while. Um, yeah. yeah, a little while. Um, but indeed, so all three of us uh, were at the uh, media event. The uh, what, what did they call it? All the Disney thrills. All the Has- Disney hashtag thrills. all <laughs> Sorry, the Disney thrills. Cat- <laughs> Sorry. Is what it is. Holy Just saying. Sorry, Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, and so that was uh, that was what it was titled, and uh, I think the idea behind uh, what Disney is doing was to try and highlight the thrilling things that they have at uh, the parks. And of course uh, the latest of those being the, the Tron light cycle run. Well, even for someone that hasn't been there in a year or so, yeah. they've not experienced guardians of the galaxy or Tron. Or Tron. And yeah, I mean, I those are that. two e ticket coasters that Walt Disney world's added in the last 12, 13 months. That that's huge. When you think about it in the grand scheme of and- Disney world. And both of them individually are, you know, sort of now like the best, like, I mean, Rock and Roller Coaster is fun, but both of them, in my humble opinion, blow Rock and Roller Coaster out of the water. So not only did they add two really great e-ticket rides, but they're among the, well, I personally think Guardians is the best ride on on the resort. And Tron, you know, uh, is an experience, which we'll dig into, I'm sure. Right. Absolutely a plussing of Space Mountain, right? Because sure. if you look at it as an evolution, if the Rock and Roller Coaster plus Space Mountain, these two both plus Rock and Roller Coaster in different ways, right. which is what's so cool about it. Although my dad would argue with you, Sam, and just say that Guardians is Space Mountain 2.0. That's what he'd, I'd, it'd be 3.0. Yeah, I'd have to agree there. I think it's it's more like uh, yeah, it's it's more than one evolution beyond Space Mountain. Right. No, I I would I would agree. Maybe. Yeah, it, it, but minutes. look, it, at the end of the day, they're both big buildings with a roller coaster inside of it. Right. Yep. I, that's what we got. True. I think that I think that's where he was coming at it from was essentially that uh, you know you had the uh, instead of it being an outdoor coaster, it was an indoor coaster with a lot to look at and yeah. see and do and such and. And all that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, so I, I don't know about uh, you, Sam. I think you were there p- way prior to the event, weren't you? I was in town prior to the event. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not able to get on Tron until the event. So I, I didn't even try because I knew it was coming. So Sam, I didn't do any Passover. Two hours, though. <laughs> Which- uh, I got there before you, yeah. Yeah, I definitely. Sure yeah, so I, mean, I, I was there before both of you, but well, you were, but but, and I think to, to re-answer your question, John, yes, yeah. I was there because you were flying in that morning and had a whole right. bunch of stuff going on. Holy I know. Cow, did you? Have that's what there. I was going to point out. It was it, it yes. just. I'm, I'm kind of <clears throat> and the reason why my voice is totally done. All it's my because food. of Blue Splotch layer and some yelling. Well, <laughs> among that, but also the fact that I was out of town on business. I was in Dayton, Ohio. I was at a really cool STEM event uh, that's held right before the first four, which is still going on. And we're, of course, we're broadcasting. Someone may have to give us updates on the uh, Fairly Dickinson game because uh, I'm kind of curious about number, what are they, 16 seed or something? Yeah, 16. 16. It was a, a nine or something. It was a 16 nine, I think. Yeah. yeah. So I, that's what's going on now. I mean, we're in the middle of March Madness, 
Uh, and so I was out there for that, but then flew in that morning, got up at three something in the morning, uh, <laughs> hopped on a plane at 6 a.m., uh, took a plane from Dayton, Ohio to Atlanta, then Atlanta to Orlando, got to ride in my first ever lay flat seat. Uh, oh, nice. In, in first class. Had never done that before. Um, I, I didn't quite lay flat, but I, I did have a very comfortable, stretched out, way back kind of thing going on. Um, but then arrived on property somewhere around, I, I'm guessing 11 o'clock. It was somewhere uh, at that point in time. And uh, luckily, my room at the Grand Floridian was Ooh, ready. Nice. Um, and, and a little tip of the cap there to uh, Disney Parks and Disney PR and the fine folks that uh, work there, uh, including our rep, uh, both Sam and Mai's rep, Allison. Absolutely. Thank um, you so much. For putting us up in quite the fine accommodations, let me tell you. Um, I'm, I'm just going to I'm gonna make a quick comment on that, uh, that the last time I stayed at the Grand Floridian, was probably 10 or 15 years ago. And this was the sequence of events. My wife and I arrived because we had never stayed there before. And it was pretty much the only resort at that time on property um, that we hadn't stayed at. And we, we arrived, we checked in, we went to our room and we went, oh, heck no. And we looked around and it felt like Martha Stewart on steroids. And we proceeded to call... Uh, the Disney uh, hotline and said, you got any rooms over at the Polynesian? Oh, <laughs> and wow. We, and we probably checked out and uh, took a room over there. Yeah, it just wasn't us. But uh, let me see what you got. You, you've got some I, pictures of the room. I do have some. I mean, it's the Mary Poppins room, <clears throat> right? And yeah, the Mary so, Poppins was very subtle. But yeah, right. go ahead. And I think that, well, what I'm just was going to describe, or you can describe so that uh, the folks that are just listening rather than watching sure. have kind of an idea. But uh, these rooms, I would say, are tastefully elegant, but they're not to the point where you feel uncomfortable, like right. that they're so opulent, um, which I think they found a really nice balance between um, the the really upscale kind of feeling and than the, you know, just kind of feeling at home at the same time. It, it didn't, I didn't feel out of place, in other words. I, I and Mary Poppins wasn't overdone. Mm -hmm. uh, there were some little nods, like you clearly, that's Cherry Tree Lane, and there were some. Well, look uh, at me, um, the chandelier. So we're, that's so where I was getting the, the yeah. chandelier has all these fancy birds around it. And then if you got really close mm -hmm. to it, you could tell that one of them was a penguin that was looking oh, back look towards that. the. Uh, so that was kind of a, a cool little I nod. Notice that. Look at you. Yes. One of them is a penguin, in the, uh, which is really cool the in the chandelier. And there was indeed quite a bit of. Uh, uh, wallpapers around going on too. It's a lot of construction going on as well. That's for sure. Yeah. They're doing, they're doing some, uh, refurbs. That, and that is in the lobby, the poly. That's not it. I don't know where my other yeah. pictures are right now, but yeah, uh, one of the things I thought were cool was the wallpaper. There were some shout outs to Mary Poppins and the wallpaper. Yeah. I told you, I thought I the wallpaper was cool. John, remember I called that out. I said, oh, I think this wallpaper is great. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, again, there it is. I found cool. it. Oh, he's found, he found I found it? it now. Yes, I found it. It just took me a second. So that's one of the, the wallpapers there. And you could tell that right yeah, in the, the middle, there's the some. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of cool. 
if you get close enough to point that out. That's neat. So a little silhouette. Yeah, much like many other things at Disney, like there's little details. If you just look a little bit harder, uh, that maybe wouldn't be immediately noticeable, but you delve in a little bit deeper, you zoom in a little bit, and you start seeing those kind of things. Um, But I I liked it. I mean, the floors, I I think they looked like they were wood. Um, We debated that. If they weren't uh, some sort of... It's not wood. It's the vinyl, you know, the, the that's like about the best looking vinyl wood I've ever seen. If that was the case, uh, what I love about it in all of the rooms that they've been redoing, they did this over its Coronado. They did it right. some other places where they took the, the elevated beds, which is a trick out of Disney cruise lines where the beds are elevated enough that suitcases slide right underneath it. And I really like that because it gets it out of the way. It's I like that too. I, I actually like to be up a little bit off the, the floor and even uh, here in our house, our, our master bedroom, uh, the, that is elevated like that. We did the same sort of thing. Um, and it's a, it's a nice feeling. And also I like that it, it feels really clean. They've got, you know, the, the sheets tucked and stuff like that. You can see all the way under the bed. There's you know, like when you're checking out, there's no worrying about, did I leave something right. under there or <laughs> having to get on your, you know, knees and do the sideways head look, you know, is, is anything there? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's no, it's really nice. I liked, I really liked That's great. it. Um, and um, you can't beat the convenience of being right next to the Magic Kingdom, you know. Well, that's it right there. Uh, although I, I, I had wanted to walk the new walkway. Yeah. Yeah, it's closed. Um, it's closed right now. And I don't know that I had time to. That's it, it's, it's just convenient to jump on that monorail. Yep. <laughs> so from there, after check in, which uh, thankfully. My uh, room was ready immediately when I got there. Like nice. as I was walking up to try and think, okay, do I need to stow my bags or whatever? And I got the text. So uh, it was a quick bag drop and then hopping on the monorail. Um, actually, no, I didn't hop on the monorail. I hopped on the bus to be taken over to the contemporary where there was a lounge set up for uh, media folks which had a interesting entrance. It was indeed interesting. It was a little bit of Tron there now, wasn't it? Yes. So um, one of the things that, yeah, we, <laughs> we've got some pictures of this apparently. Well, but for those that can't see, I mean, game right. on, there were some but, Tron uh, machines. I mean, uh, that's, yeah, that's kind of so cool. They had, they had Tron machines when you came in and they gave you a coin and you put the coin in the uh, top of the machine and something that read it. Oops, sorry, I didn't realize my sound. <laughs> He's got the sound on. I'll turn and, the sound off. <laughs> uh, it didn't matter. It was background <laughs> effects. Um, but essentially, it, it kind of welcomed you to the grid, as it were. Uh, and after you were digitized, and then you moved on through a series of uh, arches that would light up and were activate, like, motion activated or something as you walked over them and then uh took us into what almost was a uh, full-fledged arcade uh inside with uh, a lot of cool stuff Hi, there's uh, a lot of pictures here my apologies but yeah uh, full, full-fledged arcade ready to roll yep. um hashtag all the disney thrills for certain mm-hmm yeah, and Sam's given uh, just some pictures here that it kind of give you a behind the scenes on some of the stuff that, like the lengths that Disney goes to to um, kind of make 
press and media feel at home and also to start feeling in the groove of the event overall. So, I mean, all the uh, arcade games were playable um, in this uh, place. They had free Mickey bars. They had some merch that we were able to, to um, choose from and, I uh, oh, like the Guitar Hero myself, but that's a, that, that's <laughs> I a whole. Did not play Guitar Hero. Uh, that is my jam right there. We'll just leave it at that. Yep. So uh, after we checked in there, we got a few goodies. Uh, we got our all the thrills goodie bag that was uh, filled with uh, lots of great. That's stuff. got a lot more in it now than it had then. Yeah. I, well, yeah, because because I got. I got tons of stuff there, but among that, I uh, got a really cool yes. um, Tron Magic Band, um, Magic Band Plus, actually. So that pr- yes. kind of, I think, at least for me, was one of the Which, high- by the way, Magic Band Plus integrated into the attraction. I think it's the first yep. time that we saw anything like that, where, where you get some interaction from a Magic Band while you're on the While you're on the ride. That was cool. Yep. So uh, from there, it was... Uh, I, I'm trying to think. We went over to the Magic Kingdom, and then I met up with you right around. Yeah, that. we got to we got to look at some uh, merchandise. Uh, yep. We got to ride a little bit. We got to talk to some Imagineers about it. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there was a lot of stuff happening. A lot of videos picked up. Um, still editing those myself and getting them up to the YouTube <laughs> channel, as you are too, I'm sure. But uh, some really cool merch. If you want to talk uh, about the merchandise at all, especially some of the. Uh, I want to say it's a detect me, but it's not. It was a little figurine that they put your face on. And yeah, that, that was some interesting merchandise for sure. We definitely could talk about that. I would love to talk about the ride first though. Okay. I'm sure everyone's kind of curious about that. Sure. Um, at least. So I wanted to wait and to ride it until it was the, uh, the ability to have me ride cam, um, mm. you know, for the first time. Uh, I didn't want to go on it before that and then kind of have to, I, you know, I you always worry like when you've the first time you go on something, okay, what's your reaction going to be or whatever. And then you also worry that later on, if you have to, you know, like if you had to take a second ride cam or something, whether it would be the same reaction as the first right. time. Well, the cool thing is, let me tell you, after riding it, I had no worry that my reaction would be pretty much as good as the first time I wrote it. Um, so that, that says something right there, but it does. Um, if you go to our, any of our social media channels, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitters, whatever, uh, um, what's the other one? The TikToker. Um, <laughs> we've got, uh, uh, some of the videos from this weekend, specifically Facebook definitely has the, uh, the ride cam video where I went on it for the first time with Sam. Um, and can tell I wanted me- to make sure I got your reaction walking through the queue as well, yes. so right? because there were some do, cool moments in that queue. You do have that, right? I do have it. I have, uh, well, what we can do first is show people what, um, okay. I think you need to add me back in. This sure. is, there you go. Uh, this is what you're looking at at part of the queue while you're waiting. Imagine the screen. You're kind of wondering what's going to come next. I love the music, by the way. Users, prepare to be digitized into the world of Tron. And 
when you get digitized into the world of Tron like that. Team Blue, wow. welcome to the grid. Proceed to gates. Now you're coming into the story. You're on the grid. You haven't started the. You're not in the game yet. But just watching this, so cool. I love the anticipation. Like, Absolutely. As I, I do too. As you're about to take off. Now, I wanted to show that first or at least watch that because now what I'm going to do is get your reaction to that for the first time. Okay. I knew what was coming. You didn't know what was coming. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to use this opportunity to, to follow uh, John to get a John reacts. Well, which was good because I eventually did that with Ian too. Uh, oh, good. See that? I led the I way, will, Ian. There you I go. Will, uh, sometime this week, I will post the Ian Reacts uh, video. So. And it was cool. So if you can add me back into the show. All right. Let's check this out. Attention, users. You are about to be digitized into the world of Tron. For your safety in this world, all users should be in good health. This room that we're in here will hold 20 to 25 people at a time. Yep. I hit the wrong button there. Oh, sorry. sorry. Hold on. Something happens at some point here. <laughs> we have the room to ourselves, by the way. Users, prepare to be digitized into the world of Tron. Oh! Right. There it is. Yes. <laughs> There's the reaction. That's, that's what we were looking for right there. So what, what happens is, so you understand, you walk in and you walk into a kind of a holding room where you are to be digitized into the world of Tron, uh, much like in the movie where uh, uh, either Flynn or Sam are sitting in that chair and then the laser sort of beams them into, well, that's supposedly, I guess this is the new way to get you onto the grid. And once you're on the grid, then you proceed to the light cycles and then you can fight for the users, uh, as it were. Fight for the users, as it Indeed. is. Yeah. So let me add this in, all right, so I can actually. Yeah, I, I remember this. Yeah, the problem is I don't know if I have the audio turned on like you did. You so. should be able to because it's your. Well, strength. we'll see. All right, so let me know if you can hear this then and we'll we'll start it. No, no, of course not. Why would why would it be? <laughs> I do not have audio, but if I don't I, think you really need audio anyway, it sort of speaks. For yeah, itself. just keep going through it. No, so yeah, what I look it, at John's face right now, like yeah, that, I, think, yeah. I think what you're going to want to do is uh, if you haven't seen this already, uh, definitely go onto our Facebook page and you'll see Sam and I talking, uh, and then about to go through the launch sequence, and then. You look at my face. It was bright. You could clearly tell it's so it's shooting you outside and around the loop and yes. And so, as part of riding the ride, folks, um, 
Sam and I dedicated ourselves to, uh, you know, sacrificing initially and, and <laughs> doing uh, every yeah, single position. It would be at the front, the middle, the back, uh, and in, I think some of the seats in between. Dude, th this was so fun, John. Thank you for letting me do that with you. Because look, at, there's no one else on that train, John. Yeah, That's which is, so cool. again, so... I think at some point, Ian, I, I, I said to you and, uh, you know, we, when we got off the ride, like, you know, we are just freaking blessed. I mean, this is amazing. How many things have we done over the years like this where, um, you just, you, nobody else is there. You're an early rider on an attraction that, that other people don't get to see or like this shot and Ian, plenty of the shots where you and I were riding as well. Nobody was on the train with us at all. Nope. Um, and it's just, it, it's amazing that you get to do this. Like that, that we're living this life where Thank we got so much. It's awesome. Got to be picked to be able to do this, but now, um, long, one, we really should thank the, the, I mean, all the fans that support the site, oh right? Gosh, that's right. Like, and and Sam's, uh, you know, as well. To uh, someone's listening to to Jimi Hendrix, by the way, that was an excellent choice there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my son's actually learning that song right now. That's cool. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, no, like you know, thank all the the people that support the sites, right? Are the people that listen and you know right. want to consume content like this that give us the opportunity to go and report and get you know and and bring bring it back to them so they you know kind of can get the get the skinny as you as as they would say yeah and have stuck around for all these years too yeah long, uh, long many many years right which we didn't expect but uh, uh there's a couple of unique experiences to that attraction john and i yeah. I, I and a couple of them i want to hit hold one on, is get out some popcorn and uh, oh yeah 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 Pull that open. Go for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. One of them is the fact yeah. that there's a system of lockers where you need to put things. And this is yes. first yeah, the attraction. It's actually kind of cool. Uh, the, the double-sided lockers. It, it, bottom line, this is unique in the ride experience. You're sitting on what appears to be a light cycle, a motorcycle, and you're going right. to reach forward with your hands and grab onto the handlebars. There's no place to put a backpack at your feet like you can on most Disney attractions or on Guardians right. that we talked about. So they had to approach this differently, and they approached it with double-sided lockers, which are included. You don't have to pay for the locker. You're going to open it with your magic band or with your magic band plus or with your park admission. And if you don't have one, why are you in the park? But anyway, if you don't have one or need a second locker, the attendants will give you one temporarily. You tap it, it opens, you put your things in, close the locker, go on the attraction. And when you're coming out of the exit, the lockers are double-sided. So you're taking your things out of the other side of the locker, which is a pretty good system. Pretty smart. So I think uh, that you pointed out a couple of good things right there. One is if you've got so much stuff that you need two lockers, this is not a problem. I did. Okay. You can either, if you have multiple people in your party, you can separately tap and go that route, or you can just talk to an attendant there and they'll give you another card. Um, so you can use multiple lockers. Second of all, there's like a wall of lockers. So you're come imagine there's more than one wall of lockers. There's yes, like three there's walls coming, an L shape. Imagine, yeah. yeah, there there's an L shape and you're coming in on the right side of that L shape to go into the queue. Well, 
when you're coming out, you are on the opposite side of that L shape. So it's nice. You don't have a problem with people trying to go different directions and fighting each other to get into the attraction. Um, you're taking your stuff out of the opposite side of the locker. And then you go, oh, crap, I forgot. What, what was my number or whatever? Not a problem. They've got uh, screens in between, you know, about every so many lockers, uh, uh, you know, banks of lockers. They've got a thing where you can actually then tap your pass, tap your band, and it will tell you what number your stuff is in. Yep. Um, so, which is, and that was one of my first questions when I came in there. What happens if I forget my number? Yeah. Um, you know, because I'm getting old. Um, and, and when you're putting your things in, you don't see that. But when you're exiting, right. there's a big screen, right? It basically says, pick your language and tap because if you forget where I you're I mean, playing. I have to be honest. Like, I wish they'd have one of those for parking. That would be, that would be awesome. I know. Well, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. that way. You know, this is, thanks, Tom. Uh, yeah, I know, right? The whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish they did have a whole ride on experience. Um, uh, he says, cool video, guys. Wish I got a ride video. Yeah, Tom was there with us for a little bit of this. Ah, Tom. Yeah, I know they were having a little bit of an issue too, uh, which it was interesting. I loved how Disney handled that, uh, just to kind of give you a little inside baseball stuff. So for uh, a while, they were having, at least on one of the cars or something, they were having a problem with the cam, onboard camera. And yeah, so yeah. instead, what they did is they put one of their techs on there with a ride cam on top of a helmet. And and actually cammed it. So if you look at uh, Michelle Atwood from the Main Street Mouse, wow. if you look at her, look at that. Yeah, I didn't cam, know. Watch that. Totally different than our cam experience. Uh, it's a little bit further back, and I noticed her audio is a little bit better, but the video ours is better for close up reactions on the. Video. That's that's kind of cool. I did not know that happened. Yep. I see you've got the. Uh, let me see. Yeah, that was just a, a shot of the lockers as you yeah. go down. So, and you can tell here it starts with one hundred and one, and I'm not sure how many it goes down to in the corner. It goes but, to like seven ninety nine, I think. I yeah, so there were seven banks. There was the yeah. one hundred, the two hundred, the three hundred. So seven hundred. That's that's a lot of lockers. By the way, and that's only the people person. that are on the attraction, right? Kudos to the person who immediately goes to locker four hundred four, and for the geeks in the audience, they'll get that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find it. File not found. Four four. File not found. Um, yeah, no, and and to Ian's point, I wish they had that. I think they have actually, Ian. I think they do have something in the app that will kind of uh, geo target where you're. Um, yeah, they do. No, I swear. no, they just have a place where you can write down the row and. Oh, I thought, I thought the same thing. Really, I was like all excited. No, they were like, "Oh, no. we're adding like you know parking lot locator," and I was like, "Oh, that's awesome! You can just drop a pin." Nah, you just you write know, your spot number. The funny thing. thing is, Ian, uh, you know, because essentially as Ian and I were coming out of the-, the Oh, my God, remember? Day, yeah, oh my, we could have used that thing. We were looking around, couldn't find the car. And then what did I do? I did the exact same thing in, in literally <laughs> the, the, uh, the dolphin parking lot. I spent 10 minutes walking around. I went to the back of the parking lot because I've been there enough where my brain is starting to get confused. All right. I've been here. I parked here. I parked here. I parked there. And then I was, I started doing the beep thing and finally figured out. Well, I was you know what I realized? Back. Like it's hard to believe. I know because I've probably been to a Disney theme park well over, you know, a hundred times. And maybe I may be grossly underestimating, but every time I go, I'm still like a big excited 
nerd. So like I throw my I, my park my car and like I, if it wasn't for my wife, I'd never find my car because I park my car and jump out and I'm like, let's go. Like, you know, and like I did what I did in the morning. I was like, yes, I'm at the studios, like jumped out, took off. Never right. even thought to look at my row number. You know, I was just like totally nerding out, get trying to beat everybody to the front of the line. So I, yeah, I mean, just to ride Rise of the Resistance. I mean, yeah, that's you know, that was what we were that's trying right. to that's do right. that second day. Um, so uh, let me let me talk just for two seconds here, uh, maybe a little bit longer, and you all can chime in on this on the uh, the actual ride experience itself. So when we went into this, you know, I, I think like everybody. Uh, for weeks, maybe a month or so, we had been reading um, the online reviews of what people were saying about the attraction yeah. and watching the TikToks and seeing the Instagram videos and whatever. And not only that, but uh, Michael Montanez on our own podcast for years had been telling us about how this ride was so incredible. I mean, literally, I've got a Tron Light Cycle Run t-shirt from Shanghai from nice. years upon years ago. Um, but going into it, we were, I, you know, I was getting kind of mixed reviews and I'm like, this doesn't sound right. I mean, Michael, I, I, I trust Michael with like his reviews of things. And, and he had told us how amazing it was and how we were going to be blown away. And yet online I was kind of reading, well, you know, it's, it's all right. It's, it's a little bit short. And, you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm thinking, oh, really? Okay. And, you know, you start getting worried about, <clears throat> you know, the first time you ride it, the, what your reaction actually is going to be. So if you look at the ride cam, obviously, you'll see my face. And I, I don't think, by the way, there has ever been a better ride cam that Disney has done than this one. I mean, that actually captured the emotion of the moment. Um, and we've done a bunch of them over the years, but, but I'm, I'm just telling you after riding it, I don't get it. I don't get what people were talking about. I mean, they were comparing this to guardians. First of all, that's, that's the problem. John. Completely that's different problem. ride systems. Okay. You can't do that though. Right. I agree with you. Well, but it's natural. I tried to tell you this. That's what's going to happen. It's just yes. natural. It's a roller coaster in Disney World. The last roller coaster they opened was Guardians. <laughs> They're going to get compared. I mean, you know, there's no you, doubt about it. So you can compare, but it's a two completely different experiences in my book. Okay. You're so, absolutely right. You're absolutely right, John. Yeah, if, you're the comparison right, is, I agree with you. if the, if the comparison is hitting the stopwatch when you start and hitting with the end, right. Guardians which, is longer. Yes. Seems to be the biggest concern, right? But is that's it, yeah. not, that should not be part of the thing that it's the experience. It's what you went through it because I agree. They're two awesome standalone attractions. Yeah. Right. One's a little longer than the other one, but you know what? Big thunders longer than barnstormer. I mean, yeah, can we, just, can we just address the whole length thing? Okay. Yes. Because, I mean, it's like anybody who's complaining that, have you been on a roller coaster before? That's a great point. I mean, literally any roller coaster in the world, be it a steel, wooden, whatever, in any amusement park, be it, be it Universal, be it in Nobles Grove, be it in Kennywood, be it, you know, know. in Cedar Point, be it, you know, I, I could just start naming parks all over the country, be it your local, be it, uh, what it was the one that we, West Point Park that Ian yeah, and I well, grew up West with. Point. No one knows that besides us. No, but... 
The point being, <laughs> most roller coasters are about a minute long. Well, here's a question. What Before Guardians opened, what was the best Disney roller coaster in Walt Disney World, would you say? Before Guardians opened. Before Guardians opened, yeah. Uh, um, is it Everest or is it Rock and Roller Coaster? Well, I mean, I guess yeah, that would be kind of a fair. Yeah, but could. I was I was thinking Rock and Roller Coaster. I would fair, you more could put Rock and Roller Coaster, but the theme would run Everest, Everest on there. But Rock and Roller Coaster is like forty eight seconds long. <laughs> and like I never heard anybody go, "Oh, Rock Not and Roller Coaster complaint. stinks." It's so short. Like, yeah. you know, it it it's not about the length of the attraction. Like. Yeah, okay. I mean, I guess if I had my way, you know, I'd rather have a longer ride. But like the it what matters is what you experience during the time you're on the ride itself. Like that's all that matters in my book. I hundred percent. But I don't I gotta stop saying that. I'm gonna put I'm gonna give you like a hundred percent jar, John, where you like that's it. I'm gonna have to start putting money in there every time you started using that way too much and I'm finding (laughs) myself I'm catching it. Um no, but the point was I didn't get to the end of the ride and go Oh, I was cheated. Not at all. Or that didn't have enough cool stuff going on in it. Or if anything, I felt like you know, going outside was amazing, um, both in day and at night. Mm-hmm. And then coming right. inside, I felt there was an appropriate amount of stuff going on to capture your attention. And the music was great. And I, I liked the cl- climax of the ride towards the end, which, okay, close your ears for two seconds, where the, the light cycles come alongside you and then you take one of the light cycles out uh, like you do in the actual video game. Right. Uh, it was cool. Movies. It's oh, cool. It yeah. I, 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 I have no problem with it. So yeah. I, I, I would, I, I would be beyond having no problem with it. I thought it was yeah. fantastic. Like, you know, it, it, I did John and I both like when, cause John had already said to me, I just didn't get it at all. Like I, it's fantastic. Like I didn't get any complaints. He's like, but I'll wait. I didn't, you know, I didn't, I don't get the complaints, but I'll wait and hear what you have to say. You know, and when we got off, I think it was, you know, 10 seconds afterwards, he's like, well, you know, what do you think? And I was like, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't get it. Like that was amazing. And then the comparisons aren't fair. Like you guys said, Uh, this is a great attraction. If you understand the story going into it, just like guardians, uh, you understand the story. You're, you're, you need to pass through eight energy gates inside of this building before the other guys do. And as you're going through this, you'll get gate one, gate two, which, by the way, John comes back to understanding the story and then maybe right. where you sit in the attraction. Because we learned if you're in the front, maybe that's more thrilling. But if you're in the back, you see these gates pass by a little better. Right. I, I don't know where the where's the best place to sit. I, well, let me, let me tell you, if you want a thrilling ride. Yeah. Go ahead, John. You take, yeah. I, when I got off, I said, I I don't know if it was you with you, Sam, or you, Ian, I just said, that was a little violent. (laughs) You (laughs) said that to me. Yeah. yeah, Because what happened was the first time John and I wrote, John had already ridden what for like six times all morning. Yeah. I I think four or five times when I went on with you and he had already sat, like he said, in the front middle back or whatever. So when he and I went on the first time together, I don't even know really why we just were in the very, like we were in the very, very back, the last car. Mm -hmm. 
And um, I don't remember if we made that choice voluntarily or if that just happened to be I, where I, we landed. No, I think I think that was uh, one of those where uh, let's try it from. We're going to do it from a couple. And, different- you know, I'm a pretty dedicated coaster guy. Not not just Disney coasters, but you know, mm-hmm. in my lifetime, I. I've always been a fan of roller coasters and grew up kind of going to like John Hershey Park and Dorney right. Park and Great Adventure and all this, you know. And so to me, as a coaster guy, the back is where you always want to be, right? The back is where the, you know, the more thrilling, you know, like, ride usually is. And so yeah. I kind of figured like, oh, well, I got, you know, the back, like that's, you know, that's the best. And then John said, I don't know. I got to tell you, I, th- I think on this one, it's the front. And I was, I mean, ask John, John, you can, I was like, come on, dude. Like, it's never the front. Like, no way. So he's like, all right, we're going on the front. Yeah, it's the front. Like, the front is a whole different ball. It's different, the front and the back. Even then row two, and I'm just telling you that because when we did the, uh, the, the cam video, we weren't actually in row one. So to understand how it's set up, the, the camera is, and a light bar is set up in front of you in the first car, and then you sit in the second light cycle, as it were, um, and experience it that way. And I can tell you, even being in that was not the same as being the lead. The first car. Car. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's bananas. It really is. Like the launch sequence coming out of there is. It's cool. Nothing short of fantastic. Okay. And okay, folks. So, so you understand it's like you're riding a motorcycle. You are on top of the attraction. Let me hit, let me hit play on what you said. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's do this. This is a little bit of B roll and it'll kind of get back to the question of, uh, um, can you put your hands up? But this is some video that Disney had shared with us. Okay. Uh, But essentially, in a second here, you're going to see the locker system where he's handing a card if you need one. This is where you put right. the you open up your locker, put the stuff in. But as soon as you get around the corner here, this is where you're actually getting on the cars. Well, here you go. Tap your magic band, open right. up the locker, uh, put your stuff in it, and then you'll get that a little bit later. Uh, right. The locker will close up, the light will come on. But it is getting on a uh, a. A, a motorcycle of sorts. I'm going to jump ahead just a second. Here. Yeah, a light cycle there. So there we go. There Here's go. a light cycle and how are you getting on. Interesting that you have to walk through the center for the person on the outside. Yeah, so that was a little that odd. Yeah, yeah. So I have I to think, say that was a little strange. I think there's going to be some confusion because initially when we were going to get on the light cycles, they ride two side by side. Okay. Yep. So when you I'm go to get on, right there and we'll come back yeah, pause it for two secs. Um, if when you get on, as the guy who was going to be on the opposite side, I was like, okay, what do I do? Do I hop over the first bike to get to the second? They were like, no, you walk through and over. I was like, oh, okay. Which is different than anything in any coaster, right? You don't walk I, through that. You track. never, in fact, if you tried, they would like throw you out. You know, you're never allowed to cross the track. That's exactly. And that's really what you're doing. You're crossing yeah. the track to get in. No, so, so then you get in and you get on the bike you put your handle hands on the handlebars. There's a, two different grips depending on which is more comfortable f- to you, and, and probably has to do with your size. Size, yeah. I and then you sure. pull those grips back towards you, and at that time, your leg and your back is kind of locked in, and you're in a sort of laying flat position, almost. I mean, it's your not, belly though. Your, yeah, your belly is 
leaning forward against that and then your your arms are outstretched on, on that, that subject i recommend eating after <laughs> not before oh, I, I, I was starving and i went to cosmic rays and had like a chicken sandwich and <laughs> french fries and then john took me on this thing i was like Ugh. so <laughs> I, yeah i would like to I, i'm sorry but wait, wait hold on hold on hold on wait hold on this just in so as if you get delayed okay so you're in that position right? oh wait you know you're gonna give this one away already I'm going to give it away. Oh, okay. Gonna, what are you going to do? Gonna, I thought we'd wait till later to do No, this, this. is okay. 100% intercut. I just did intercut. it. 100%. Intercut uh, consulting. This intercut is why you listen, people, yep. to get tips like this. I'm telling you. <laughs> Write this down. Okay. Right. Ready? Write this down. Okay. So you're leaning forward, and let's say there's a delayed launch, or you're out in the launch tube, or you've come back into the station, and you're waiting to pull back in, and Old guys like us, and maybe even normal people, you know, uh, you get a little bit, a little bit tired. We're definitely not normal. No, you, you, you get a little tired. You're leaning over, and you need to rest a little bit. I, I would recommend going into what we called the thinker pose. Yes, so this, think, is, this is really important. Think, think about that. The you rest your elbow, and then your your chin on your fist. And just start pretending like you're thinking. And uh, that will save your back. Literally, we, <laughs> we did that a number of times. Uh, and we were like, yeah, this is, this is the way to go. Well, uh, we did get paused one time. Not, not stuck, but we got paused for maybe, I don't know, John, like 30 seconds waiting yeah. to get. You know, I, you know how it is. Sometimes it just takes a little longer to board some guests. And so we got stuck. And I was like, oh, no, like, you know. My back's going to hurt. John's like, no, no, the thinker position. The thinker. And, you know, <laughs> the, the minute I went into the thinker, I, it, I was totally It was fine. okay. Yeah. You so got to learn the thinker. So I would uh, use that hashtag, the thinker, uh, <laughs> you know, that I was in the thinker pose. Take yourself uh, a picture on the ride in the thinker pose. Uh, we encourage it and we look for this to go viral. It's going to be shared on, the, shared on the intercut. One page. other thing <laughs> I, I I want to share here as you pull this back, because there's two things that happen and I'm going to try to describe it while you pull these bars towards you, the back comes towards you and lays across your back. And at the same time, there's a restraining bar that goes across your leg. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hit play Sounds here. Like you'll be able to into see it. the car. They, and they, kind of, yeah. Sam's showing it on the video. They have it, it. It's behind your knee and on your back. And that's kind of the restraint system. And what's what keeping you in, you in the ride. And when they and come back, it's the good old, please push forward. Now along those lines, uh, it, it might be uncomfortable for some people. Yep. Uh, and there are clearly situations where, uh, maybe you just can't ride in that type of a situation, right? Um, for whatever the reason might be. In the blast car on three of the seven trains, I think. I'm not sure if it was three or four. It was almost, I think, every other train. I, there is a train that has a regular seat in the back. It's mm -hmm. marked with a handicap symbol, but it is the same train. You're just sitting down as opposed to sitting on the light cycle. Yeah. This can mm -hmm. be more comfortable. If uh, it's not comfortable to sit in it, if you're in a wheelchair, that's the way to go. Or but you're same. going to get the same experience. If you're completely freaked out about the idea of just riding. And that too. Something. It, it's an option down. It is an option for you. I, and it's um, an option to make sure everybody's aware of just because yeah, 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. But uh, it, it if is. If you've done Flights of Passage, you kind of get a sense for what it's like. The, yeah, I would say. It that. is a good bit like the Flights of Passage, uh, you know, kind of safety system. So I feel like you're locked in a little bit better on this one, but it is very. Well, it's just a, I, it, well this one's moving a, similar, a lot more than Flight of Passage. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it, it's a similar position, though, in that, you know, you've got that slightly sort of leaned forward feel and you got your legs closed in and all that so can right. you ride with your hands in the air yes if you have, them up. john do we have that video oh i well i yeah if i we, we saw multiple people up. doing it i was able to I, I rode with one but you can indeed i mean or one-handed if you're if you're feeling you know Frog kind of free, but not too free, and you want to put the fist up or something. You can you can hold on. And John, I'm going to send you this yeah. video on chat. If you can grab it uh, and play, if you can. I don't know if you'll be able to. Or not. I don't. <laughs> Just, I don't know. And there's the when you come back out, you're tapping and and grabbing your suitcases, one one uh, or your bags. One interesting thing I will point out there. Notice that on the flip side, the only ones that are lit up have things in them. And when you came in, the only ones that were lit up were empty. So when you tap it and put your things in and close it, the opposite size lights up. So you're grabbing your your bag and moving on for the rest of your day. All right. Nighttime, absolutely incredible. Right, let, me, yeah. let me see if oh, I no. can do this here, just yeah. so you can say, watch. There we go. You might have to pause this. This guy was crazy. Look. There you go. Look, <laughs> <laughs> that guy, John and I saw him and we were like, oh, my goodness. Like, what a Wait nut. again. Try to pause that. Thing. Do that one yeah, more time. Pause it right when he gets there. Right like now. Right there. there <laughs> okay. That is a brave man. That dude was almost standing up in the. I, I just. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I guess you can. Uh, by the way, Internet Intercot is not in any way endorsing yes. yeah, that, I, that I, behavior. Thank you, Ian. It's cool, We're though. It's cool to be down like you're on the bike and you're riding. I, I like that. It's That's one of the unique things about be, this attraction. Or yeah, Amanda says, sure. just wave them in the air like you just think don't, you don't care. care. I think yeah. that's what he was doing. I, I He I, clearly I, did not care about his life. Yeah. So, and you know, as some, hey, let's see, uh, Jane Fitzgibbons asked, uh, did going outside change the immersive feeling at all? That's kind of a good question, actually. I, I, I didn't, I wouldn't have really considered that. So aspect. according to an Imagineer interview, um, I thought like you, John, that when, boom, you were digitized and on the grid when mm -hmm. we came in and that screen flashed. And according to the Imagineer, that's not the case. You okay. are actually entering the grid at the moment that you stop at the top of entering the building, the building. and yeah. you're energized. Ah, but you, that makes when, sense. When you, it slows down uh, considerably, and you see the first energy gates enhancing and getting brighter and brighter and brighter. Then, boom, you go inside through the first gate, the second gate, the third gate, the fourth gate. That's when you're officially on the grid, according to them. Okay, so, so I would like to I would like to argue with that. I, I, I know he's an imaginer and everything. You're not allowed. Uh, but I would say probably to answer the question honestly, Jane, um, at nighttime, not much less so. Much less so because, yeah, yeah. because of the uh, the canopy and the light and the it's fact cool. that there's there's yeah you you're feeling like that. Um, but even in the daytime, I. I I think that initial kind of shock to your system by the that, time yeah. you realize you are 
back inside the building. I mean, it's quick. Yeah, right and here. to address something that Tom said, he said something about no zero Gs. Okay. There we which go. It, I don't know if Tom had a chance to ride in the front or not, but I Close definitely to. felt in the very front that when you come up, up the hill to go back inside. There's definitely a moment where you There's come a moment way of up. Yeah, for sure. We were there was some butt out of seat time uh, for a second there. Yeah, right yeah. as you came over and the front row though. In, in the I didn't row, notice it at all in the, no. in the in the back row, but in the front row it was very noticeable. Yep. So yeah, that was that was one of those moments. I I agree with you. And and the, again. It goes to the, my point of it almost feeling a little violent. It was just, it, it's a completely different ride if you ride up front. Now, that being said, we had somebody come in. I think it was a mom there that was with a couple of her kids. And uh, she was like, I'm a little apprehensive about riding this. And they were going to be way up front in the coaster. I said, just go all the way to the back. I said, you're going to love the ride there. You're going to see the light cycles in front yeah. of you trailing through the attraction. Like. Yeah. You're going to focus a little bit more on what's going on in the ride in the front. All you can focus on is I'm hanging on your life. Yeah. This is, you know, this is amazing. Uh, but I, I think it's worth uh, noting that if you're a little bit timid and you want to try it out for the first time, ride towards the back of the, of the train. I highly recommend the back if you're not it I, like i said i'm a coaster guy although i will admit as i get older perhaps slightly less than i used to be but because <laughs> you feel it more than than you know than you used this to this is but, true but uh the front is intense like it like we wrote it the first time and john was like you want to do it again and i was like i'm gonna wait another time in the front when i had the belly full to. of uh cosmic rays yeah. which is not particularly smart to do before you go on a relatively violent roller speaking yep. of uh, uh um belly full there's also a small uh quick service or would you call it a counter service i think it's just that's a, part of this i think it, it's a little like a little counter service it's yeah, almost like that, a kiosk more than anything else right uh but it's something as you walk up there yeah. there's also a restroom at the top of the line which i thought was interesting or or go, happy to I'm see i'm sort of way. curious as to how that works like you're gonna have a lot of people that like need to go to the bathroom in line and then all of a sudden you're gonna i mean not i don't really care or after you just come off some people get it's not very, in the line it's it's over it's towards the bottom of the. It's not in the line. It's it's as soon as you start to cross that big bridge on the left. Well, there's side. one there, and then there's one right after you get off the ride as well. Restroom. Yep. Sorry, Where? I was thinking the quick service. Oh, well, which I by the way, I got the oh, menu we up there. Too. Too. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. We, we were talking about both. I want to talk about like, beef and broccoli digital dumplings. Well, that sounds kind of good. What are you that's talking that, about? That's on the menu. Look, Is this? Is that little that little um that little thing? Yeah, it's more than it's not a popcorn stand. You got you can share it. It's right there. Take a look at it. Okay, hold on. Digital dumplings, buffalo chicken digital dumplings, the chocolate cake donut holes. Are we really? Yeah, I'm okay with it. And it is that this is just behind those walls, but there's a nice little thing tucked there. So just to the left of the, of this uh, picture that you're looking at is the, the gift shop, uh, which is the combined gift shop that was always space mountain. Now it's space mountain slash Tron into one. Right. But 
Have you seen the, the there are recent announcements that uh, it looks like that gift shop is not going to be open uh, initially uh, when the ride is open, that they are going to be moving it to uh, pop-up shops yeah, uh, yeah. being held the at- merch. Yes. Yeah. The merch is going to be at stitches. Yeah. Uh, I think they're trying to keep escape crowds. Kind of, yeah. Away that's from- a, that, that has become um, a staple of new attractions. They did it at guardians. They did it for Remy. They pushed all that over the world show place. If you remember, <laughs> I'm sorry, Christmas and digital dumplings. Do they have HTTP coffee? I would like <laughs> to see some HTTP coffee. What's on the, let's see. We have a watermelon refresher. That's what we have here <laughs> as our drink of choice. That's disappointing. Strawberry iso isofoam isofoam. Yeah, strawberry isofoam ice cream. I guess that's in. like is that like iso? You know. I like how the desserts are the end of line. Well, there, and yeah, there, there's a picture of it. It looks good. I'd try that. There's the watermelon refresher and the beef and broccoli digital. Oh, for there. the buffalo chicken digital dumplings. I think I will not be getting a watermelon refresher that sounds no i get pretty gross it doesn't sound that there's there's um popping like candy water. in it there's pop rocks in the thing yeah. man come on uh, even that's not going to convince me i do not uh i don't do watermelon especially the artificial watermelon all right so this is actually a good question from amanda who's saying she loves big thunder but expedition everest has gotten too intense for me how does Tron compare for intensity and motion sickness? How about Guardians? I heard that Guardians has open top trash cans. For it does. Yeah, that is true. Motion sickness. So if I was going to rank them in intensity, I would rank them by far, I think, Guardians first, right? <laughs> then Everest. Although they were, again, Guardians is on a Everest weird thing because of their, while it is intense, there is a smoothness to it. Yeah, but it's and that what gets people if if you have motion sickness problems, what gets people is the rotating. I do. Car. Yeah, so do I. I can't go on carnival rides that spin. And that one, that one doesn't bother me particularly either. But it's weird. It, but I, there are times when if I'm not sort of paying close attention to making sure that I'm looking in the right direction when I get off, I'm a little. But I would say this is less intense than Everest. Everest to me. At, at, at the backward segment is yes. almost to the point now where I'm the devil invented body wars. Yeah. Well, I think we can all agree with that. Uh, but <laughs> body wars suffered from the fact that. that it was like a first generation MoSIM. It just <laughs> couldn't keep the film in sync with the hydraulics. So it made everybody sick. But, but this one doesn't have any of those like other than the launch, which is of course, you know, it's thrilling. It, yeah. it doesn't really have any of those like high G, like super heavy load. Like like when you go backwards down Everest and it does that really tight, like you know, you get you get pretty slammed down. This one is more I would say it's it's more sedate than that. It's probably I would say it's like rock and roller coaster. To me, that's I would equate it closest it, to rock and roller coaster, but no loops. No loops, but again, you're on top of the the ride car. So yeah. again, I think Amanda, if you're thinking about going on it, make your first back. Uh, pass. Yeah, in the back. You know, typically I would go intensity based on the height requirement, which, by the way, for Tron is 48 inches. Okay, but I think that has more to do with actual being inside the restraints of the car than I, I think so else. too. You know, being able um, to, uh, but 48 inches is pretty tall for a Disney attraction. It's the tallest, right? There's no, there's yeah. no, I don't think there's anything 
other than like the speedway in order to drive a car where right. I think you have to be like 50. Well, because you got to touch the, the pedal to reach pedals. the pedal. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Just like here. I mean, it's the same thing, John. You need to be able to reach the pedals so they can get that restraint around your ankle down below. Yeah, it, I mean, that is true. You, you do need to you need to be in the right position and, you know, they, they, we don't want you falling out of the ride. And by the way, at no point did we feel like we were going to fall out. That's, and even that even is him was true. That is I, mostly untrue. The first time I clearly you did front, not pull the bars close enough. I, I guess I didn't because <laughs> the first time I rode in the front, that, so just – to, first of all, let me calm everybody's fears. You will never fall out of this roller coaster because there are side restraints that come up along your side. Slide, However, legs. they they pull in, you know, back. as you pull back, right? So I think I hadn't pulled – I must not have pulled it down quite far enough, and I had, like, that much space between me and the side restraints. So the first time we hit one of these corners, I'm like, uh And I was like <laughs> – I looked at John. I go, oh, my God, I almost fell out. So – Pro tip, you didn't almost make sure out. you but really pulled it. No, I didn't. Almost, uh, make sure you pulled the bar closer because the next time I, I locked it down and, and I was fine. So, But <laughs> I, I did, in fact, think I was going to fall out of the I think the point being that is what makes it thrilling is that yes. you're on top and there is a little bit of a sense of danger. But quite frankly, you are obviously locked in there pretty good and you're not coming out. Yes, correct. I mean, if that dude can fly – in that video, the way he did, and still be okay, then uh, I think. Well, I don't know. As far as we know, off. yeah, we yeah, have I no mean, idea. <laughs> I don't know who it was. <laughs> I mean, and actually, they weren't really keeping track of head count. Like, if he hadn't come back, I'm not sure anybody would have noticed. Goodness, that's funny. <laughs> All right, so uh, I don't know. I mean, I was I was ten out of ten. I I just thought it was a fantastic attraction. Actually, I think they did it really well. I think the uh, the from the moment you stepped onto it. Um, I, I was immersed. I loved the launch sequence. I liked the lighting. I liked the effects. I liked when you went through the actual indoor attraction itself. I thought that was really done. It didn't feel skimpy. Like sometimes, you know, like even in Guardians in that final scene, I felt like, oh, I mean, we could have put a little more than just maybe a, a video screen in that. Um, the rest of that ride I thought was amazing. And this one, I didn't really come off having any kind of nits about it like i just didn't i, eh, I, I felt pretty good about it what, what, what was yours ian i mean i look i don't i i, I want to preface this statement by saying i couldn't care less because it there's it's such a thrilling ride that right. I, I mean the scenery is sort of like an afterthought but mm -hmm. There's not much to look at until you get to the very end. Like, I would have liked maybe some more blue lights or something just to, like, jazz it up a little bit. I mean, it's a little, you know, bare. I, I think. don't know. Having watched the movie. Having like, watched the movie. The movies are bare. The yeah. movie is. It It looked like the movie. I, I literally just watched it last night again. I watched Tron Legacy because um, I hadn't seen it for a while. By the way, um, Jeff Bridges. Like he's a little creepy in that movie with the with the CGI. <laughs> I just I I kind of wish they would go it. back right now and redigitize that so that it looks even better. Um, because the rest of the effects in that movie were stunning, actually. Well, I mean, Legacy's not that old. When did that come out? Like 2010. 2010? Yeah, I mean, I mean that's, that's not thirteen like years ago, dude. You know how how long wow. how far we've come. In the last thirteen years, Heck, I guess I was thinking month. of it as a as an evolution of the first film. 
Like, no, I get it. But which, but, by the way, had pretty amazing, you know, visuals for the time. Yeah, for the out. time, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, groundbreaking. I remember without... being blown away in the theater when my dad took me to see that movie. It just like I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was Still am, but but you know, kind of how you watch the the Polar Express. And you see the face. Have you ever seen? Have you seen that? Yeah, yes, I've yeah. seen the part. All right, a little bit like it's a little creepy. While the his character had that kind of face, like yeah, no, of, I know, yeah. Like since then, we've gotten to the point where you almost can't tell what's CGI and what's real. It's getting there. Yeah. Might have so, a way to go yet. Yeah, we do. But I'm I'm just saying, 13 years ago, it was. It left a little to be desired. But By the way, to be clear, Jeff Bridges is pretty creepy in general. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had real him in that movie. Yeah, I know. Uh, in addition to the digital him. And I think it was the early scene where he was interacting with his son and they cut to him. And maybe they should have just shot that hole from the back, him talking to his son and just stayed away from the face. I didn't mind it so much as a... You know, he was a digitized character, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I get that. Okay, but mm. all right. So anyway. Here's the, so what I think's the coolest part, John, is yes, I I I think the attraction's awesome for for what it is. It's a great addition to Tomorrowland. We this is a net new attraction for Magic. Yes, Magic. we didn't lose anything except for the train for five years. That's, That's another great, story. I, I'm, that we, this didn't replace back. something. The point. train's back, but this is net new. This is something else to do with Magic Kingdom, a park yes. that is packed with attractions. Here's an e-ticket attraction. It's definitely e-ticket that people are going to love and they're going to want to ride and they're going to get in that virtual queue and it uh, that's what I love about it. It's a people eater too. How many more people are in Magic Kingdom because of this thing? It, that that's yeah. The best part. I mean, it's funny when you say that because, like, you know, it. I've I've often done like sort of the, I do the compare right between the parks and like in turn and like Magic Kingdom has easily double the the number Absolutely. of sort of what I yes. consider like you know rideable attractions as any of the other parks. Yeah. Now yeah. we get like another plus. And it's one, totally another the one. land, quite frankly. Well, I mean, they all need. If it was up to me, I'd build another park, but that's a story yeah, I know. But, podcast, it's a, it's, but it's well, there well what is beyond it. Big Thunder? We don't know, we may never know, but it, anyway, it's it's new. It is, yeah, new. When, it is with new. Guardians. Okay, what was better, Guardians or, or Energy Adventure? Clearly, it's Garland's uh, Mickey Minnie. What's better, that or the Great Movie Ride? I you say mm. clearly it's Guardians, Guardians is better wow. than Ellen's oh, Energy. Guardians Adventure. is better than Ellen's, Dude, Ellen's period. Ellen's no, stop. Best aspect was it was a great place to take a nap yes that when, was that, when that ride officially debuted in 82 and it was the universe of energy and it was part of the whole well park yeah. as a whole come on so you're you're talking yeah, it was about good. yeah it was time. dated it was it, right. when but it was replaced it was done i argue I agree back then yes the greatest theme well, park sure those dinosaurs were really cool. yeah it was great i mean but that was a long time ago like you gotta I'm go talking. and guardians is i would say evolution well, better than maybe in Ellen's 10 Earth. years we'll be looking at this going hmm you know so i wanted to address just so. chris yeah Smith, what uh, i'm was asking sure what that means are there well i think he means the the light trails that come out of the cycles you know oh, that yeah, 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 yeah. create the traces that then cut other light cycles off yes and, i understand so, i get it and at one point in the attraction towards the end where you are trailing the i guess it's orange or yellow orange lights, orange yeah. 
light cycle, you can see their trails. You cannot see your own trail. You see their tree. Yeah, that's and that that then essentially you you're presumed to have cut them off and then they crash and well i would argue if you were riding a light cycle you probably wouldn't see your own trail right because it's behind you so like, i don't know i think i think if yeah, it was so a light cycle there. you'd be creating a light trail and you could turn around and <laughs> yeah i mean i suppose but maybe it dissipated before you on my on my tron game down in the basement that's what happened to be yeah i remember that that's actually the a challenging segment of the ride it Start is the game the um I mean, I, look. Let's be honest. Like all of, like I agree with you. All of these things they could have done that. It would have been cool. I agree, and I would love to have seen a few more visuals along the way and a little bit more stuff to look at. Number one, if you ride it at night, the outside segment is so visually stunning that it by is. the time you realize, but after you get back inside, you're halfway done before you even stop thinking about how cool the outside was. That's just true. And and yeah. then it it you're. It's like being it's like being scrambled inside a blender. Like none of this occurs to you when you're in that. Like I got to be honest Good with you. Analogy. I, it was the third time I wrote it when I actually real. Oh, there's lights. Like oh, cool. We just cut that one off and just, like I didn't have any idea. Like I was just like ah. It takes you a know. few rides to soak it all in. I think. Yeah, which is good because it gives it a little bit of rewritability, right? Like you know, you can once the first time you ride it, you're just like. You know, trying to hang on for dear life and hope you know that you that you survive, but uh, the then you know the more you get kind of used to it, then you can start to kind of appreciate the visuals. This is true. So I just want to uh, you know point out that uh, at some point that I met Bruce Bach. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I know. Thanks. Now let me be clear: there was nothing awkward about this interaction at all. Nothing. Like John didn't creepily follow behind him, and like. I was awkwardly we walk him and then them. turn what around and sort of stare no, at him and then okay. that was like, piss, like make Cindy look <laughs> angry at him and Cindy then, Morgan. Like, Cindy so, Morgan. So, and then eventually force Bruce Boxleitner into taking a selfie with him at all. Bruce that's, that's is a happened. genuinely good person. Like I've heard it through the whole weekend where people like took or not weekend, just the day, um, where people took pictures with him, how nice he was and quite frankly when i sam pointed out to me that he was right behind us as we were walking up on approach to the ride and i realized this is my only chance like i'm never going to get another chance to actually have my picture with tron oh. and the yeah. joke the running joke is i mean i go by my self-appointed MCP, the master control program of intercot.com. So like there is a genuine connection here. Like, I love it. I'm ben. sure Bruce Boxleitner feels that connection too. <laughs> he felt it. Very he absolutely felt it. So, it was a great, he was, the, he's was John's trying to get his picture and Bruce is going, yeah, security, security. No, can you I know, get a, can Morgan I get a security was almost doing that. So yeah, Cindy Morgan was definitely unhappy. She was not into the whole picture. Cause I essentially walked up. I was like, can I get a quick picture? And I was ready I already had, you know, the, the app up and all I had to do was, and, and Bruce seemed like oh, he was cool with it, but Cindy wasn't. So, you know what, ultimately I was asking both of them. She was like, ah, and Bruce was like, okay. And so I just, you know, took the shot. I think there's an interesting societal lesson in there for us, but probably <laughs> not. The best. Well, I mean, you know what? I genuinely hate 
approaching celebrities and stuff like that, unless they have a set space for you to go actually to take a picture with them. I, I like, I'm not. But, but don't you think maybe she time? doesn't like having her picture taken because she was, you know I, what I mean? I, I don't know. Like I, I think I don't think she was comfortable with having her picture taken. Yeah, and I, you know, I think, and I was okay with that. You know what? It's fine. You know what? There, there are days where I don't feel like having my picture taken. I don't like having my picture taken either. Yeah, exactly. So we all get it. So the the point being, he was a really good guy. He smiled for the every picture I've seen. He has a great smile on his face, and he was. Uh, you know, for the few seconds I interacted with him, he's a good dude. So that's all I'm going to say. I mean, as far as that goes, it was it was it was a mo- a moment for me. I was very happy that he took the time to uh, um, say hello to me as a fan. So it was cool, really cool. And yeah, the show is. We all kind of watched, and I was like, Paul. I'm just going to. Yeah, hold on. No, I, I was looking. Chris asked a question up there. Uh, bring up that last question. Get, didn't catch if you did a merch clip. Are there any light cycle batons? That oh, okay. Well, wait, hold on. I can. I actually do have. I, I just shared a picture of what that that game thing is. That what you were talking about? Well, I don't. I don't know. But I was going to actually bring up. I mean, since they were asking about merch, I did not see any light cycle batons anywhere. There was a game. There was, um, there was, and I'm trying to think whether I had. It, it was on the. You may or may not. It's cool merchandise, by the way. That is cool as can be. Yep. That's the light cycle ring that you can take off, and when it's on your back, it's a Bluetooth speaker. Super yep. cool. Um, keep flipping Remote through there. Control, That's cool. Device. That also with the, your chip can go inside of that. Your personality chip of uh, sorts. Yep. So that was that. Like hold on, hold on, hold on. Where's the, uh, where's the personalized one, John? Did you get a picture of that? I. Did I get the personalized picture? Yeah, oh, the one where you no, can like put yet. yourself in the game. Man, that's some good camera work there. <laughs> so Sam and Ian, by the way, both worked camera for- I can't uh, see anybody over top of that. For intercut. I'm, I'm trying to- All right. So- it, I, It's I'm, on the table here in a second if you get to it. Back up here above her head. But yeah, we'll probably get to it here in a hold second. On, hold on. It's uh, it's to the left. It's all the way in the left-hand corner of this table. I think he's up. talking about the ones, that, the, the batons that you grab onto. That yes, then, yeah. yes, there's a game. This yes. will actually uh, appear. Yes, I know. Right, right, that, right there on the left. Did that, that thing on the oh, left. Oh, right yeah, there. there is one. That it, thing it, right there. Look at that. Go back just a little bit. Yep, Pause there it is. Up. That, that is thing is a one. game. I you didn't can see that. Stand alone, or you can play against each other. But but, that thing but look, cool. look at the look at the little the Tron arcade game. The figurine comes inside that's of a, a of like it's like a that's a box. It's like a, that is the most amazing thing ever. Just take my money. What did I say to you after we after I looked around last store, John? I said I have really not Look at that. Look, you're gonna digitize your face. Yeah, that is insane. Other than buying my teenage daughter's lounge fly backpacks by the truck vault, I haven't really spent any money on Disney merch in years. Mostly because I frankly think it's garbage. This store, they're gonna get my money. No doubt about it. I'm looking at like I saw like five things I want just in watching this video. Like they're gonna get my money. Yep. This thing is nuts. So this is where they digitize you. You say a couple of uh, of sayings, and then your face plays back. And I think she plays it for you here. Yeah, so you know the the way that they right project here. the faces onto... There, she's uh, going to press the button, and it starts talking. Yeah, that will yeah. be your face. Yeah, 
your face is actually on. I mean, come on. That's cool. <laughs> that is just cool. there. It doesn't. And look at this. She's showing the chip. So that's the memory the identity, card, which you can put in the motorcycle, and then the motorcycle is you. Right. It so goes in there. The nice thing is that that once you get digitized onto the grid, uh, that identity chip can be used in a number of different things that are being sold there, uh, including, I mean, look, look at the. That's, yeah, that's cool. a must have. Yeah. I well, know. that's a Bluetooth speaker. That's the other thing. Yeah, yeah. See, my son was just asking for one of those, so I'll get him a Tron one, and then and I'll it clips play with right on your backpack, so you are a walking DJ at that point. Right. I mean, all this stuff. Like, I love. They really did do some uh, clever uh, synergy there. Some synergistic things uh, in order to bring together the technology and uh, uh, the actual attraction. I couldn't help but think to myself, like, I hope this is a sign of, like, maybe them stepping up their merch game a little bit, you know, because it's, in my opinion, it's been a little weak in recent years. Like, it's a lot of, like, the same. This stuff was pretty unique and cool. So, like, I, I'd love to, I'd love it if this was a sign that, you know, they're kind of reinvigorating their merchandise in the park and, and maybe trying to. Uh, what if any of this merch exists in Shanghai? That's a good question, actually. There's the hey, flat baseball cap that Sam has. Where's Michael when we need him? I don't know. Yeah, that would have been nice to hear that. But but I think to the point, this attraction, this movie, this franchise lends itself very well to merchandise. I mean, technology-related stuff and, and the kind of things that they've brought forward. But, I mean, the fact that you can actually put your digital face on something and so – cool. Have it spit back some phrases from the movie and things like that. It just really, really cool stuff. I mean, even the helmets. I mean, they're are kind of crazy. So, um, so I, I mean, that, it, honestly, um, the, the merchandise, the the ride itself, um, fantastic part of the weekend. Uh, yeah. and, and that then, wasn't all, but I think that's all we got time to talk about. <laughs> we got 10 minutes left. Uh, so uh, in that in that 10 minutes, we can kind of uh, talk a little bit. Well, so from there, from the preview of the ride, then we went into uh, the after party where uh, we got Ian and I talked with uh, Jeff uh, Volley, the president yeah, of uh, Walt Disney World. And, uh, you know, Ian yeah, for a good, for his a, pleasure for a good of harmonious. Okay, I, I have to set the record straight on this harmonious That's like funny. narrative, which is completely false. It's the, what happened was I said how much I loved like, the Happily Ever After show and how and how great it was, and then I made an offhand comment. Said like, well, how about unlike, harmonious? Unlike harmonious is that's all I said. John said makes it like seem that like was I, or something I punched. Like I did not say that. John I makes it seem like I punched him in the mouth and said that it was like the worst. Show. I literally said unlike harmonious. That that was it. And by the way, he agreed with me wholeheartedly. He did. That, so you said me. something about how you you weren't thrilled by. It I said it wasn't. You, I said you were, it didn't you were generate the same criticism. level of emotions, right? You know that 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 I thought the other shows did, and he right. said you saw what I did about that, right? It, it was right. Response, so so yeah. So he he I I have to say he's such uh, a anybody guy. who listens to this show knows that certainly in recent years John to some degree but me even more right. have been pretty vocal in my criticism about you know w the way that they've been running the parks and look you can you know 
assign blame or agree or disagree. None of that really matters. When I talked to this guy, I came away feeling like, okay, I don't know, you know, who ultimately has the decisions for what goes on here, but I felt like this guy genuinely cared yeah. about Disney World and yes. not just Disney World, but just Disney That's good. in general. Like he was legit and he was friendly and accessible. And uh, I mean, like we talked to him for like 10 minutes and his Everything wife was there. Is true. And yep. his wife was, yeah. you know, she was interested and, and engaged in talking to us. I mean, they both seemed they both were very, great. very passionate. There is yeah. no smoke being blown here. Absolutely. Oh, no, 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 no. They, they were genuinely good people. And I think we, I, both of us kind of walked away feeling like, well, if the parks are in Jeff's hands, then yeah, maybe good. that things are going to get back to how Walt once the parks if, if nothing else parks. i'm confident that there is someone in charge of the parks advocating with senior management for doing things the right way and that's really all that you can ask good guy. Yeah, of the really good guy there. and we found out he had a hand oh, in yeah. the this is a good castle suite um he actually yeah, was was one of the guys that uh, was charged with developing that uh and initially um they came to him and said, you know, we want to do this. And he said, here's a, a one inch file about how we've tried to do this in the past. And they were like, well, get it done. And he was the guy to get it done. And I, again, Ian stayed there. So we can both vouch and we've both been in there, uh, how amazing it was and what a great job and attention to detail he did. So again, it just, that even hearing that made me feel even better too. Like, Oh yeah, he was in charge of that. Okay, like yeah, some real cool stuff. All right, so we've got in our seven minutes left, Sam. What else did we? You know, we saw something that will never happen again, and I have a picture of it there. Okay, which is we saw the preview of Happily Ever After. Happily uh, Ever, which is coming back to World Disney World's Magic Kingdom, and I think we all know that. But what yeah. we saw was the only time ever that Happily Ever After is going to play with the fiftieth logo on the castle. <laughs> Sam, fiftieth logo is coming down. Uh, the I leave it to you back. to actually pull it, that kind it, of. It, it's true though, because the, the cuts brought to you by Sam. Happily Ever After returns on April the. 3rd, the day before Tron officially opens, and the end of the 50th anniversary celebration that started in 2021 right. ends on March the 31st, 2023. So that 50th is coming down. We're already seeing parks from throughout the park, pictures from throughout the park of 50th anniversary decorations that are being removed. Um, so we know that that's going away, and the castle's going to get the clock back that's been there for quite some time. Yeah, and to, just to uh, to mention and to follow up on that, if you are curious to see that production again, we did stream it live. It is sitting on our Facebook page, and you can see it right here. There you um, go, yeah. Yeah, so if you want to kind of just relive the magic. Oh, I, I, I loved it. that Now, they enhanced it, bringing it back. Yes, uh, which is jump. a cool, cool thing, right? Tell them, Sam. They added a couple of things. Uh, number one, we noticed some new projections on the expanded castle turrets that we don't believe were there previously. I don't. And we also them. know that enchantment brought with it projections on Main Street USA. 
So they've added those Main Street USA projections to Happily Ever After, which will be new. Um, there were a couple of things that we learned, John and Ian, while we listened to one of the Imagineers talk about uh, Happily Ever After. Um, one of the centerpieces of the show is the castle itself. Uh, mm -hmm. In fact, I thought it was interesting. He commented that the castle goes through the same hero's journey that all of the characters go through. And when the castle talks to you in the middle, uh, never had a friend like me, one of those things. It's pretty cool. And that's they're trying to make the, the castle be one of the characters. It yeah. is still the center point of the experience, but they're expanding projections down Main Street to make more people feel like they're part of that what? central Story. One cool thing that he did mention, though, they also said they were very careful not to take away um, from the focus of the show by expanding that That's all the exactly. way down Main Street. So so it will add to the show, but it won't be the focus. The focus is still the castle. It, the castle. The it just castle. makes it, in general, sort of more immersive, right? Like if you're down right. on Main yeah, Street cool. anyway, like, you know, yeah, the focus in, right? is still the castle, but it's still, you know, now you're just sort of immersed in that show as opposed I to love being on Main Street for the shows where they have the projections and they, they have that as part of the show. I, I Like you said, it just, I feel like it just draws you in uh, deeper into the show as a result. So. Yeah, this was definitely one case where I felt extremely fortunate to be where we were. Like we were right in front of the castle. There were not massive crowds because I actually remarked to, uh, it may have been Michelle from Main Street Mass yep. that I was talking mm -hmm. to. I said, you know, I live seven miles from Magic Kingdom and I've seen the Magic Kingdom fireworks once since I moved here because mm -hmm. it's just so crowded. I mean, it's just so so crowded. We had nobody in, and, and I mean, so, in front of us for about yeah. you know twenty that's, feet. That's not you normal. Know. Let's be honest. It no, is. no, no. That's that's yeah. That's what I mean. Again, so, we, we talked about I mentioned that moments, because, right? It, I don't know when the next time will be that I'll go see Happily Ever right. After, and it is phenomenal. I just love the show. Absolutely great show. It's just if you walk out of it, if you're a real Disney fan. And you walk out of there not, you know, sort of going like this a little bit. I don't know. You may need to have your pulse checked because it definitely grabs you. And uh, and and almost and like I felt during the bicentennial, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't old enough to remember that like you are, John. I, was I uh, totally there. I didn't. I, I, enchantment. I didn't think it was the worst. The no, Disney. I didn't either. I actually agree with you, Sam. I didn't hate Enchantment like you some people did. Not Enchantment. Now, Harmonious, different story. Yeah. Um, right. Enchantment, I didn't hate it, but I yeah. also love Happily Ever After, but I'm also yeah, a fan. Too. I thought Wishes was great. I mean, you just uh, I, mean, I loved Wishes. You put fireworks behind the castle. I mean, imagine Wishes with projections. There's just so many ways to go, but Happily right. Ever After being back. Is hey, bad. Chris, I'm pretty sure my face was there before this week. <laughs> He said, "My face is pinned on the Disney Security Department's bulletin board." But I, I, I think it was already there. If they listen to this podcast, it certainly was. No, we crank because we care. It's okay. They know that. Uh, what is what is Amanda say? Unrelated to Tron, Disney One Hundred. Oh yeah, the Disney One Hundred exhibition at the Franklin Institute. Uh, saw that inter somebody from Intercom. Yeah, we'll get right? Justin on and Justin and, cool. and Don went. We'll somebody in Philly on. covering it. That's awesome. Yes, indeed. Actually, there was some talk from some of our members about doing a old fashioned Intercot meet 
uh, over there. Yeah, let me know when that happens. I might, uh, I might yeah. be for that. It's not that yeah. far from me. Well, oh, yeah, that's true. Cause you're in Bitburg. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, good, man. So yeah. And th this was awesome. And then the next day we got to try some barbecue, but that's probably your next show, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, got to try some barbecue. I mean, the reality is yeah, I did not get to try some barbecue. You got to try some barbecue, but, uh, we were there and we got to at least see the, uh, uh, the restaurant and kind of where it was going to be and, and stuff like that. In fact, there's a, uh, uh, a interview that we have. Let me see if I can bring it up here um, on the site uh, where we go over some of the food choices and uh, things that are coming. I think the restaurant opens what in the next few days? Not tomorrow. Uh, yeah. No, but I, I, not tomorrow, the 23rd. It, it's very soon. Yeah. yeah very soon. Very next soon. few days. Um, and you know, looks good. I, I, I have to agree with the, some of the, uh, the critics out there. There's like, where's pizza planet? Well, there is. Well, well, he's planet. not, he's not going to build and pizza they closed planet it. in his backyard. Come on. <laughs> he's not building it in his backyard. Remember the story is, well, what he went to, or I'm sorry. The story is Andy went to a rodeo with his family. He loved it. They gave him a rodeo play set and they brought the play set back and set it up in his backyard and turned it into the barbecue. That's the storyline, right? Right. I mean, it looks good. I, it, it was good. The uh, Yeah, you had a little bit of that. I, right? I was able to try a little bit. We did it at uh, Sam Eats because John's not here. I'll get you that video <laughs> later. Um, <laughs> I did not do a John Fries during this uh, press event, which was sad. But we really didn't. We didn't, I mean, in the, the area of Tron and such, we really didn't get a, a chance to try anything new. So, so Here's the way I put it. Um, you know, the over in magic kingdom at the liberty tree tavern that's thanksgiving dinner every right. day right that's what it is this is your classic fourth of july memorial day picnic in the backyard where you got the potato salad and the coleslaw and the baked beans and and then no burgers or hot dogs but you got the you know the ribs and the brisket and things like that and that's really what this so is it is it pretty much because it looked very similar to the menu at uh, the American Adventure? Is it um, similar to that? that uh, similar smoked. Uh, in fact, they mentioned that they use that as their catch test kitchen before they open to do some of the okay. smoking, and they're doing all of that on site. Because I liked that, and I still like that. I've it, it's that. very much like that. The sauces aren't quite the same, and there's some okay. interesting plant-based options. Uh, uh, it's interesting because you hear Andy comes by every once in a while uh, looking for something, right. and all of the employees will freeze when he comes by, and they won't move because you're toys. <laughs> It, unless you're a wind-up toy, because any waiter that's carrying something's a wind-up toy, and they can keep going until they get to their destination. But anyway, there was a, an explanation behind all of it. But it was kind of cool the way they pulled it together, and and you know, uh, in true Disney fashion, there is backstory. There are pieces of play sets that you will recognize all over that place. Yep. So if you're curious about what it looks like, be sure and uh, head on over there. We talked to an Imagineer as part of. Uh, uh, the press event and we, we got some of the explanation as to why things look the way they do. And, and then of course we talked with uh, food and beverage and, and about the menu that was, was there um, on the Tron side of things. We talked to Mel in the photo pass area. Great with, photo pass. Which if you about. thought you knew everything about photo pass, you don't. Um, th there were some really cool, the one thing that we didn't mention um, that the photo pass actually takes photos from both sides of the car. So there are no bad pictures. That's so right. you're not going to have somebody 
impeding you in front of uh, your picture and also they draw you out of the of the scene and into a car. So it's just you in one of them. Uh, plus the full video, they actually slow it down um, so that uh, you get a good view of your um, expressions as the, the cars are going by. So cool interview with them. I've still got an interview to post with uh, some Disney Imagineers that uh, worked in ride control, not lighting control and also project management, which is actually a really cool interview. I uh, saw some of the same folks uh, that brought um, uh, Galaxy's Edge to life. And uh, yes. it, it was really neat uh, connecting with them again. Um, and then trying to think what else, oh, what's new and what's next. And uh, of course the ride itself. So all that stuff is up on uh, Intercot social channels. And be sure and check out Sam's Disney Diary as well for different interviews. What happens a lot of times in these kind of press events is we might not have the same person go different places. about the yeah. same sort of thing. So and that's it's, what's not, cool. yeah, it's not the same interview. So uh, if you're worried about overlap or whatever, it, pretty much you're not going to get the same person. Head on over and check out his stuff as well. And, uh, you know, check out Ian, too. I don't know what the Ian, <laughs> anything to promote? I don't no know. barbecue for you. No, no no. Did you see the uh, walkthrough of the barbecue that the Disney Parks blog had done there, John? No. I didn't I know saw that. It's, it's actually really good because there's nobody in the place. No, I've, I was actually, I've been sleeping since I got home. Yeah, it's a good idea. I'm trying to recover. From, it's not a bad idea. In fact, I'm a week of being away from my home, my wife, my cat my dog and just sleeping in my own bed, which anybody who's traveled, I'm sure understands that a little bit and trying to recover my voice, which now I understand which we did out. not do any good to here in the last hour and a half. Yeah, so again. thank you so much yep. for, uh, for having me guys. I appreciate it. I can't yeah. wait to see you down there again. It so was fantastic covering this. Yes. Thank you, John, for the opportunity, by the way, if I didn't say that when you were here, I should have. No, I very uh, much appreciated. Oh, well, tag along. the least I could do, Mister Senior Imagineer, for being a part of. I see uh, that his title for. Changing. I think I you're keep changing my title. You're probably twenty four plus years, probably twenty four because Ian came along like almost ninety nine was when I joined. Uh, okay, well then that would be 25, 24, 23, 24 years. Twenty four years, twenty three plus almost twenty four years. Yeah, mm -hmm. so. Yeah, and, and, and let that be a reminder. It's a long, uh, it's a long time, by the way. Yeah, our, uh, uh, speaking of a long time, our travel agency partner, Magical Journeys, has been with us almost that long, uh, and they are simply the best as far as booking your next Disney vacation. Be sure and contact Nancy and crew over there and give them a shout. Tell them Intercot sent you, and uh, they'll take care of you like they've taken care of us and uh, thanks to as Ian put it uh, not only the staff but you the folks who keep visiting our social media channels our websites etc um, and uh, keep us interested in bringing the magic to you it has been a blast for the last 25 years and Sam thank you Sam is oh, always man. my dear partner for these events uh, he's a fantastic camera guy he brings his A game all the time. Always, uh, baby. Let's go. Comments. You're, you're fantastic. Uh, you. I value our friendship, and I thank you for being 
a part of Intercot as well. Thanks for having me, sir. Yep. We'll see you soon. Yeah, it's yep. great seeing you. Take care, guys. Yep. So for Ian and Sam, I am still John. This is the Intercot Insider Podcast celebrating almost, uh, you know, I think about almost like 15 years, I think, of being online. Nice. We are your OG Disney fan site. We're using that. I'm claiming it, trademarking it, uh, and look for it to be on T-shirts soon. Kongaloosh. So, yeah, indeed. Thanks, everybody, for tuning right, in. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.